Welcome to the Mary D Show. I'm your host, Mary D, here to be your guide as we extract wisdom and life lessons from top CEOs, thought leaders, artists, spiritual luminaries, and wellness experts. My intention is to bring you value in every show that sparks an idea, helps you break a limiting belief, or encourages you to create thoughts that uplevel your life so that you can know from the deepest parts of your soul that everything you want is available to you and that abundance is your birthright. In 2018, I healed from breast cancer holistically after surgery without the use of chemotherapy or pharmaceuticals. I love biohacking and plant medicine and exploring spirituality and what it means to be in relationship with spirit so that we can feel whole and complete no matter what life throws at us. My specialty in the business world is strategy and leadership, and my gift to each of you is my ability to listen so that I can help others see themselves. In each episode, I want to sprinkle you with some hope dust, tickle your funny bone, and inspire you to find your inner roar. Get ready to live your most aligned, purposeful, and joy-filled life now, and enjoy the show. What I wish I consciously knew and understood before I chose a partner was how to align myself with someone who could hold space for me just as good as I hold space for him, if not better. Some of you are asking, Mary, what does it mean to hold space? Throughout the podcast and with many of the guests that I have conversations with, we actually have had conversations around holding space and we've thrown the term around. And I want to make sure that everyone does understand what it means. Because I know that not everyone is familiar with this terminology. So I'm going to hop in here and give some clarification. Holding space is basically listening. It's listening without judgment or advice or opinions. It's creating a space where someone can express their feelings, their thoughts, and their emotions without interruption. In my last partnership, as things were breaking down and we were making the decision to exit the relationship, my partner came in one day after he had listened to a guy on YouTube who was explaining what it meant to hold space. He was tearful and he said to me, wow, you have been holding space for me this entire time and I've never done it for you. He was having this moment where he was realizing that for all these years, I've allowed him to speak and express and talk and just be who he is without creating judgments in those moments. I really allowed him to be heard. And on the other hand, he was great at judging and it didn't matter what came out of my mouth. It was almost always followed up with his opinion or what he thought I should do or his criticism of the situation. My experience in that moment was the fascination around the fact that I didn't realize that he didn't know what holding space was or even meant because I never relied on him to be my person who held space for me. I just went and found it in the people who are able to do it. And I also relied on myself through journaling practices. This got me thinking, and I realized this is probably true for many people. In the beginning, we may go to those closest to us, like our parents or siblings and our partners, and even attempt to tell them what's going on with us or express our feelings. And the moment we get shut down, or if we repeatedly get shut down, we very quickly learn that they aren't going to be the people who see or hear us in that way. I think it's one of the reasons why we're surrounded sometimes by the friends that we have or those that we gravitate to 
those that we can divulge our lives to. Or in some cases, we may never really find those people. And so we keep things completely to ourselves. One of my good friends dealt with cheating in her relationship. And when she found out, she started going to therapy. Through her conversations with the therapist, he said to her, you need to go get a person. I don't care who that person is, but you need to go to one of your friends that you trust and let them know that they are your person. And you need to tell them everything. You tell them your real truth. Because as your counselor, I realize that you're not going to always be fully honest with me. And I don't have context for anything going on in your life other than what you tell me. And I don't know if that was his advice with all of his patients or if it was just particularly with her because perhaps she was more guarded with him. I don't know. But it was great advice. And she literally did that. I came over one day for lunch after not seeing her for some time. And since we didn't live in the same state and she was in such a hurry to leave, I couldn't figure out what was going on. And over the course of our drive, she begins to share the story that I just shared with you about her counselor. And then she blurted out to me, you're my person. And now she proceeds to tell me every detail from her point of view, as well as, you know, her own secrets and feelings. I have to tell you, I was actually pretty surprised. I knew we were good friends, but I didn't expect her to be choosing me as her person in this particular situation. And looking back after all of these years, I appreciate it because she really is like a sister that I've chosen. We chose each other. And it's been fun to be on this ride called Life with her and have these experiences. And she's definitely someone who has held me in my moments of broken relationship. And that's felt really good to be held by someone else. And it is a beautiful relationship to be able to hold space for people in your life. It's wonderful to do it for your clients. It's also great to have other people who can also hold space for you. I really want to encourage each of you to actively listen to the people in your life, the people who show up and want to tell you what's going on or tell you about their day or tell you about their troubles. See if the next time that this shows up, if you can just sit in silence and resist the urge to judge or talk or give advice or say anything at all for that matter, can you just in a very understanding and captivative way pay attention to someone and let them speak? Sometimes it may take you biting your tongue a bit, and that's part of this process. The ability to speak our needs and wants and desires and have the other person listen is the way that we get to be heard. It's a way that we get to express. And too often, especially when we're younger, we can be met with, just do what I told you to do, or if you had just done what I told you to do, you wouldn't be in this situation. There can be a lot of criticism. There can be a lot of judgment, and that judgment can create shame. And when we are in shame, eventually we may not say anything at all. And when we say nothing, we aren't heard. And that creates an array of emotions like anger, sadness resentment, a myriad of emotions that can get stuffed down into your body. Those emotions can become manifestations of physical ailments, but most of all, they become emotional scars. We all have the ability to be a healer. The first step in being a healer is to be a listener, to allow people to be heard. When we hold space for someone else, we step out of the way 
and invite them to connect with their inner wisdom that exists deep inside of them. The next step in holding space for someone is allowing some awkward silence, perhaps asking them if they would like a hug or if they would like to have their hand held. You could also ask them for permission by saying, thank you for sharing. You could also say, would it feel good for you if I just continue to listen? Or would you like any of my insight from what you just shared? Sometimes people just want us to listen. They don't always want advice. So many times they know exactly what they need to do and they're clear on their feelings, but they might just be struggling to do the thing or they may be having trouble with those feelings. And giving the problem a voice allows them to process those emotions. If you are the person who needs someone to hold space for you, then it's okay to go to those people in your life that you trust and ask them if they're available to listen to you because you have some things that you need to get off your chest. You have some stuff going on. You just want to have someone to talk about them with. And then you can even give them some instructions and say, I don't need advice. I literally just need an ear. You can be even more pointed about it. You could say, hey, friend, I have a lot on my mind right now. And I would love to just share it with someone so I can process these emotions. And I trust you. Will you be this person for me? Would you be open to just listening to me without judgment and without needing to give me any advice around it? Just be here for me and just listen. And I realize that that may feel super vulnerable because it is. And also, this is how we ask for what we need because your needs are important. People that care for us want to help us. Matter of fact, studies show even strangers want to help us. You could literally ask a stranger for help. You could state all of this to a stranger. and I bet you more often than not, many would sit and just listen. In case you didn't know it, vulnerability is super sexy and it beats playing cool any day because it's real. In a world full of fake reviews and likes and fake information, be real. Vulnerability is contagious and we need more of it in the world so that there can be more healing in the world because healed people heal people. So really quick to recap, don't be afraid to be heard and be that person who can hold space for another by listening without judgment and without the need to give an opinion or make statements. And secondly, if you're someone who needs to be heard, don't be afraid to go ask the people in your life to hold space for you and to hold space for you in exactly the way that you need it, which may be just listening and without giving it any advice, or it may be listening and then offering up some solutions or some advice or some pearls of wisdom. And that's all I have to share today. Join me next week. I have a very special guest, Raj Jana, and we are going to be cracking emotions wide open by talking about what it means to heal emotionally, about an awesome app that you can all use to track emotions, also how an impact-driven company is changing the way we talk about and heal what's going on inside when life is messy. Until then, may abundance always walk beside you May joy always go before you, and may love always guide you on your path.
Thank you for joining us on today's show. I hope that today's session inspires you to live an aligned life where you get to take complete ownership of your feelings and decisions to live in your truth. You can connect with me more at www.maryd.com. You can also catch us on YouTube at The Mary D Show. Head on over to Instagram and Facebook and type in at The Mary D and just look for the little blue check to ensure you're on my official page.